What do you get when you have a New York-raised lesbian, a conservative Muslim upbringing, and a mother that you just despise? Well, it sounds like a hilarious comedy about mothers and daughters, life experiences, and love. She's Tuesday, and I'm Kaylee. Today, we're talking about the Persian version on Whiskey and Popcorn. Let's kick things off with a snippet from the trailer. My mother is an ultra-successful immigrant businesswoman. Your mortgage is going to be less than your rent. You must be joking. Oh, I never joke about business, Mrs. Khan. She was not one to take no for an answer. Amazing, and congratulations. No one ever gave her the memo that Muslim women were supposed to be passive good girls. This is my family in a nutshell. The Disco King, the Troublemaker, JFK Jr. minus the plane crash, the Brainiac, the Goth, the Hippie, the Greaser, and the Metrosexual. And me. Oh my god, I love drag queens. Oh no, I'm not I'm an actor. Shh, you're so beautiful until you talk. Where's Layla? God knows. And my dad's about to get a heart. Just immediate family, please. These aren't even all of my siblings. They're like a litter of cats. Usually, the stronger kittens eat the weaker ones. Second grandma, I'm hoarding. I have your test results. You are pregnant. I didn't even get knocked up from a one-night stand. <coughs> You're pregnant by a gay guy. I'm no gay. You knocked up my gay sister. I'm still gay. I just happened to get pregnant. You weren't gay on Halloween. Okay, so as you can tell, there is a lot going on. Kaylee, how about you kick things off? Sure. So the Persian version is semi-autobiographical for the writer and director, Miriam Keshavarez. Just a quick background on her. She is an American filmmaker of Iranian descent, and up to this point, she was best known for her 2011 film, Circumstance, which won the Audience Award at the Sundance Film Festival back then. Her latest film, The Persian Virgin, tells the story of Layla, played by Layla Mohammadi, and her mother Shireen, played by Niusha Noor. Really, it's a journey of two women. Both are wicked, fierce, brave, and powerful, but not in the same way at first glance. Like for Leela, she's trying to establish who she is, given that she's kind of in the middle of two different cultures that sometimes completely oppose each other. So Leela's the black sheep of the family, also the only girl out of nine children. She is constantly pushing against the rule and even the demands of her family. And she thinks her mother is just being harsh and mean and just kind of opposed to her entire entity. Right. But Layla learns that there is a family secret that actually she learns from her grandmother about her mom specifically. The relationship between her mom and dad won't spoil any more than that. But Layla learns that her mom is just so much more than a savvy businesswoman. She had to go through way more than Layla ever realized. Basically, Shireen, her mother, was essentially a child bride in Iran. She had to leave school, couldn't finish high school to get married to Layla's father, who was a young 22-year-old doctor, and they lived in this super remote village, just tore her away from everything that she knew. And at the time, Shireen was growing up in more of a metropolitan area and so much happens. I don't want to spoil it, but so much happens. 
So Shireen had to go through way more than Layla realized, and all these struggles that she faced leading up to the move into the U.S., and then all the challenges of being an immigrant, a young mother, and still very much under the control of the husband, and how Shireen really pushes back and carves out a space for herself and her children. It's just fantastic, and the relationship between the two has been fraught, it seems like, since the beginning, but after Layla comes to terms of understanding her mom's journey, it like brings them together in the most really beautiful of waves. Similar to our writer-director's previous successes, this movie actually won several awards, including the U.S. Dramatic Competition Award. Uh, at the 2023 Sundance Film Festival. So it seems like when she makes stuff, she makes it very good. So that's nice. <laughs> exactly. Overall Tuesday, what did you think of the Persian version? I liked it. Honestly, first and foremost, I don't like that a lot of reviewers are calling this a coming-of-age story. This story is about an entire family. It gave me more vibes like last year's Armageddon Time, Sure, we have Leela, and she's quote-unquote our main character, but for the better half of the second part of the movie, I feel like I learned so much more about her mother. Right. I also agree with you. I don't call this a coming-of-age, because when we meet Leila, she has come of age. She is expressing herself as a divorced lesbian, <laughs> no less. She knows who she is and who she wants to be and what she isn't. And it, a lot of that conflicts with what her mother wants to see for her. Obviously, a conservative Muslim background, with all that entails, she's not immediately accepting of Layla's orientation, sexual orientation. And I don't know that she ever does quite accept that. But tiny spoiler alert here, Layla becomes a mother herself. And this is like what is the catalyst of starting the journey of like learning about what her own mother went through. It is much more of the relationship between women, the relationship between mothers and daughters, the relationship of generations. So it's an immigrant film. It's an American film. It's so much of many things, but not a coming of age film. Yeah. And I'm going to say it's very packed and it is on the longer side. I feel like there's just a lot of like balls in the air, plates being balanced at once. But I think I like that about this story as well as I tend to be more a fan of linear storytelling, but how this jumped around to me made sense. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a lot more cohesive than if we had, you know, started with the mother story and then got to the mom and the daughter, it just wouldn't have made sense. So I really liked the jumping back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that unpacking of the family secret, which who doesn't love a good family secret, the skeletons in the closet? I'm sure we all have those in our families. And with Leela kind of closing the film out by having a baby, I feel like that really bookended the story. It felt very full circle which I liked because I, I didn't know if they would be able to bow tie this in any kind of way, but it actually did feel very beautifully completed. Now, I have a question for you, too. Does this film strike you as a strong feminist type of story? That's a tough one. 
there's definitely huge feminine aspects to it. Obviously, Leela is going against what her family was raised and she you know, she wants to be the modern day Martin Scorsese, which I love. But in the same notes, her mother came over here and became a badass businesswoman from what you said, being in this tiny village and having very little opportunity. This could absolutely be a feminist tale. Mm -hmm. And I think what struck me the most was actually Shireen's, uh, the mother's story more than than Layla's. And I and I think. You know, like you said, it, it really is Shireen's story. Again, she didn't get to finish high school. When she came to the U.S. and initially was a stay-at-home mom, circumstances changed, and then she had to become a breadwinner very quickly with what is her nine children. I think it's nine. There's so many kids <laughs> in this uh, family. And when the, the dad can't work anymore as a doctor, so they lost a good income yeah, and living in New York, which is not cheap, whether we're talking the eighties or now. Exactly. And so Shereen is resourceful. She is smart. Cause in addition to going to school to get her retailer's license, she had to also study to get her GED because she had to have a high school diploma or GED while also raising all her children. That includes, remember this is the eighties when we're watching this. She had to cook and clean. So she really leaned on Layla to like help pick up the slack. That's where the those sort of traditional the women take care of the house roles. And Layla was like, even as a child, screw that. <laughs> she did everything and anything to push against uh, those sort of gender role constraints. Why Shireen didn't ask the sons to pitch in? We don't get to go into that assumption here. Again, the gender roles. But that kind of starts off the rocky relationship where, you know, Shireen isn't able to be there as much as maybe Layla wanted or needed as a young child and growing into a young woman. And for her to kind of uncover all the things that her mother went through, the sacrifices she went through, help her understand her mother more. Um, maybe even actually reach a point of forgiveness and a point of able to move forward now like a new relationship i feel like between her and her mom blooms at the very end and the part that was making me cry is when uh, shireen gets to hold her granddaughter just born at the end i was like oh my gosh it's almost like they both get a do-over because shireen's gonna have a granddaughter uh that she could maybe you know have the experiences that she didn't get to have with layla so what do you give the shot count then on this? I'm going to give it four out of five shots. It was really wonderful, really great, but I'm still holding out for, you know, the rest of this year's films. But I think this one is probably going to make it into my top five for the year. Yeah, this was masterfully done. I definitely give it four shots because it was just a tad long. Uh, you really had to kind of pay attention to what was going, which isn't a bad thing, but it is a very niche story of a very specific culture and family. So um, I just, I'd say four shots. All right, fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, we have to drink, so. Yes, let us raise our glasses. So I was doing a little research. Iran is a Muslim country and alcohol is illegal over there, but I did a little digging and 
the classic alcoholic drink from Iran in that region really is called Arak. Very similar to Uzo. Dare I say it is almost the exact same thing. Don't come at me, people who say otherwise. <laughs> but it's essentially a licorice flavored spirit. And I've had it. I've had it in Turkey. And I don't like it. Don't like the taste of licorice. But I wanted to shout it out. What I am going to actually suggest so that you sip while watching this film is actually a really cool tea. It comes out like this dark cobalt blue color. It's beautiful. It's almost like a sapphire color when you put it in a, a like a glass teacup. And it's called Golgavzaban. Please forgive my terrible Persian pronunciation. Doing the best I can. <laughs> but allegedly, it gives a calming effect. So like if you're really stressed out or have sore muscles, um, it's supposed to help with that. It's supposed to be very aromatic, but also mild. So easy on the palate, just wonderful and beautiful like this story. So you're going to flip. I also found a rock <laughs> and I also went, oh, licorice, because everything I Googled was, well, since this date in the 80s, alcohol has been outlawed. And I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? And so I did digging around, too. And I was like, oh, my God, a rock. OK, like, that's perfect. <laughs> and then went to look at our notes and I was like oh of course so I'm also drinking some probably now banned <laughs> liquor from Iran but yeah I just I thought that would be fun so yeah yeah I think traditionally and at least in Turkey they would add like a splash of water to it and it turns it white oh. um it's supposed to I think in a sense be sort of like adding ice to like your whiskey it kind of opens up the flavors um, it's still gross, in my opinion. Again, if you like licorice, if you like ouzo, you're going to like arak. It's not for me. <laughs> I will say I've not tried it, but, uh, you know, everything's worth trying once. Hey, you know, I won't stop you. That is it for this review. Make sure you all go see the Persian version. And if you want to find out what other films to watch, you can follow us on social media at Whiskey and Popcorn. Not only do we post about the movies we are watching, but we also throw out what TV shows we're watching right now. Also, of course, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. You can find us on YouTube as well and bookmark our website, whiskeyandpopcorn.org. I'm Tuesday. And I'm Kaylee. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you at the movies.